Welcome, friends. You are listening to the Mind Body Alchemy podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Miramontes. This is where intuition meets education in the realms of spirituality, fitness, mindset, and more, all to create lasting change. Welcome back to the podcast. I was reading some of the reviews that y'all have left, and can I just tell you how much I appreciate that and how much it warms my heart to read that you are getting something out of these episodes, and I just really appreciate you taking the time to let me know. Today, I want to talk to you about acceptance. This is different than the beat yourself up version that only comes with the self-loathing words when you see yourself in the mirror, get dressed each day, or have your photo taken. I'm not talking about accepting how miserable you are. I'm talking about accepting yourself for who you are, where you are today, with compassion and kindness, accepting that you are worthy and whole as you are today. Now, don't turn this off because the concept seems like bullshit to you. If you are just hard rolling your eyes right now, good. I recorded this for you. If acceptance is a hell no for you, that is because you are hiding. I don't blame you. I can certainly relate. The story goes, I tell you that you have to get to a place of acceptance of your body exactly as it is today. You feel your throat starting to tighten and that little pain in your chest as you say to me that that's just not possible. You rattle off a list of reasons that include things like, I look awful, none of my clothes fit, I'm unattractive, I don't respect myself because I allowed myself to get here, my body hurts, I can't look in the mirror, and even if I consider self-acceptance, then I wouldn't even want to lose the weight, and I do want to lose the weight. I can tell that you believe that all to be really true. And a part of my heart really breaks for you. But the other part of me is so excited for the lesson that you're about to learn and the impact that it's going to have on your life. So first things first, you need to know that acceptance isn't apathy. I want you to really hear me when I say it. Acceptance is not apathy. Acceptance is being willing to lose your self-judgment and your self-loathing so you can clear out some space for the care that you deserve. Acceptance isn't at odds with your goals. It's the essential missing piece. Think of being at the bottom of a mountain, but wanting to be at the top so badly and thinking about how far you have to climb. And that is so daunting that you refuse to acknowledge that you're even at the bottom. Instead, you just keep telling yourself that you're in a desert and there are no mountains to climb here. The denial keeps you feeling like you have to make plans to get to the top of the mountain someday by first getting to the mountain and that you will only be happy when you get there. But because you refuse to be present and accepting of where you are now, it just keeps feeling like an impossible feat. If you live in a state of self-judgment and you spend time hurting your own feelings, you certainly aren't creating an environment for successful change. That is going to act like a big fog, preventing you from taking any meaningful steps forward. Often the steps that you need to take to reach your goals are not that difficult in nature. They are simple steps if you take one at a time. 
it is when you create an environment of urgency and pain that your brain is going to start suggesting all the bullshit in the world in order to get you out of that pain as soon as possible. And this is where you begin noticing more advertisements for solutions to the problem you have, quick fixes. Your brain is wired to notice the things that matter most to you. So you'll notice pills, diets, surgeries, cleanses, challenges, and all the things. And you'll start to remember how your last diet wasn't really so bad. After all, you did lose the weight before you gained it back. Certainly this time, you would be stronger and stick to it. This time, you'll remember how miserable you are right now, and you'll never come back here. You might be a hungry and miserable bitch, but at least your fucking clothes would fit. So instead of taking one step at a time at a doable pace, you try and take 10 steps at a time, and you don't even care about the direction you're going. Sounding familiar? Before you know it, you've run out of steam, and you notice that the misery is more than you can bear. You notice excuses come in, like, I just need a break for a while. It's just one night. I don't have any support at home. I couldn't say no to my coworkers, and so it goes. You aren't going to get anywhere that way, but you already know that. So back to acceptance. When we take a long, hard look at where we are and stop telling the mean girl stories about how we got there and how terrible we are, that is where the magic happens. There's a place for holding yourself to a high standard and calling yourself out on your bullshit. This is not about a chasing a fluffy bunny through the meadow kind of life. This is not about telling yourself lies about how good you feel if you really don't. But there is a difference between saying things like, I'm gross, lazy, and unlovable, and saying things like, I'm disappointed that I stopped working out. I wonder if I can figure out what obstacles were present so that I can recognize them when they show up again. Saying my size is pathetic and I don't deserve to eat anything that isn't cardboard or a vegetable is different than saying, I'm really uncomfortable with the amount of weight I've gained. I'm willing to start paying attention when I'm eating for reasons other than hunger and experiment with other ways to cope, celebrate, and relax. When you won't accept where you are, you're going to start trying things without even considering what your current circumstances are that have contributed to the decisions that got you here right now. You'll wear underwear and clothes that are stretched out, have holes, and are uncomfortable because you're unwilling to see the size tag on a pair of pants that fit beautifully, or you'll say things like, I don't deserve anything new or pretty or that feels good against my skin. You'll avoid every photo with your child, partner, and friends. You'll say no to the beach, the lake, the high school reunion, and the wedding of your childhood best friend. That is how you physically hide, but it's bigger than that. A diet isn't going to fix a shitty marriage. More exercise will never heal the hurt from a parent that didn't do their job. More vegetables will never give you the confidence to ask for the promotion that you deserve, but keep getting passed up for as you blame your size for the reason you can't show up. There is nothing on your plate that will make your work hours shorter, make your life stress lower, will change the way your boss talks to you, or will help you set a boundary. It won't help you change codependency or make you better at intimacy. It's not going to take away the hurt that the 10-year-old version of you 
that was told they were stupid and still holds that damage as truth? Experiences. Self-acceptance means that you're willing to stop adding to the narrative that you're broken. It's a ceasefire on the self-inflicted pain so that you can start showing up for yourself in ways that address what you really need instead of what your opinion of your body is distracting you from seeing. This is diving into our shadow work and inviting it to come into the light and be seen. Having a low self-concept and poor body image is a cover-up. It's the way your mind reminds you of what pain feels like so that you will never get truly visible again. Because if you're not visible, you're much less likely to be hurt. What might it feel like to decide that you want to eat a nutritious meal and pleasurable food because you can trust yourself to stop when your body has communicated that it's time? What would be different in your life if you accepted that your body is not a problem and that instead, your weight gain is just language. It's telling you that it has needs that aren't being met or acknowledged, that it will accept the food, but that it's a poor substitute for the love that you're missing. What if your body is expanding because the message you've received your whole life is that you just aren't visible? Is it possible that when you try to change from a place of painful desperation, that you act on what someone else says is best for you without paying any attention to what your body has been trying to tell you all along. What if your body is only a fraction of the story and what you really need is to learn to accept yourself so that you finally feel seen? When you hold the fear that you won't want to change your body if you accept it for how it is now, give yourself a reminder. Your body is going to change no matter what. But how do you show up for a relationship that you care deeply for in contrast to the ones that feel strained and exhausting? How willing are you to do your best to meet the needs of someone you value versus someone that you can't stand? What might it feel like to live with someone you look forward to being around all the time in comparison to someone who always ignored you except for to throw insults your way? This is how you can look at your relationship with your body as well because that is exactly what it looks like. There's a story about a golden child and an ugly child. And I'll summarize, probably won't do it as much justice, but the golden child is beautiful because everyone says so. Polite, funny, clean, kind, and excels at every task. You take this child everywhere and you trust fully that they will behave and shine no matter what. And then you have an ugly child. This child is always sticky, makes a mess wherever they go. They're always sulking, crying, complaining, and somehow constantly injured. That child doesn't get to go places and is never seen. It would be embarrassing, and no one wants to be near that child, let alone love it. This story crushes my soul to tell, but both of these children are us. We show our shiny self to the world and we hide our mess. We lock it away and hope it's never seen. If by chance some of that version of us gets out into the open, we feel shame, embarrassment, and humiliation. We make excuses and apologize for our existence in that space and then berate ourselves for not knowing the rules. Acceptance means that we are finally ready to invite our mess to the table, nourish it, love it, and meet its needs. That we aren't going to be ashamed of our humanity 
and that we will show compassion for when that side of us is louder and needier than we think it should be. We stop shushing it and we start sitting with it. Acceptance isn't apathy. Acceptance is hard work. Acceptance is what you really want more than anything. It's just that you've been lied to about where it comes from. It isn't a one and done. And it doesn't come from other people, but rather it's an evolution and a practice and an inside job. That is all I have for you today. Thanks so much for listening. If you love this episode, do the cool thing like all the other folks and support the show by leaving a rating and review. It helps me so much more than you know. Screenshot the episode, share it on social media, and let me know what your takeaway was. Please tag me. All my information is in the show notes. If you have any questions or thoughts on this episode, ideas for future episodes, or if you want to work together, drop into my inbox. It's always open for you. And I just want to let you know that the doors for the group coaching program are going to be open on October 12th. So if that is something that you are wanting to sign up for, if you've been waiting to sign up for it, if you're ready to change your life beyond diets, beyond all of the bullshit that is in the industry that is out there for you and do something different, this is the program for you. So make sure you are watching for that announcement and putting it on your calendar. It is happening. All right, that is it. We will talk next time. Bye.